Yeah. So episode. Oh, I don't know. Eight, nine. 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 You're starting to forget already. <laughs> so we're on episode nine, and um, it's Friday. So, got a few things to cover today. Yep. Um, we're already forgetting what we're talking about, aren't we? <laughs> So today's all about focus, which um, <laughs> is you. ironic, really, given the fact that we were being a bit slow. Um, so just at the very start of this week, we talked about right setting your week up and uh, making sure that you have some kind of end in mind for your week, right? We, we, that's, that was Monday's podcast, mm-hmm. right? So uh, I think it's important, given that this whole podcast is all about us sharing our journey, mm-hmm. us sharing the journey of running and building, uh, say it, running and building Smiley Booth, and uh, it, I think having like a check-in point yeah. each week, say, well, what did we win, what did we lose, and all that kind of stuff through the week. And then how the hell do we focus on all of these things, especially given that um, this podcast has now become a daily mm-hmm. thing. I'll yeah, be like a halo thing coming. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> there's like, the sun. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for those that aren't watching and are listening, uh, the sun has just suddenly decided to shine really, really bright <laughs> yeah. on us. So it will go again in a minute. I think. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so, okay. So, how do you think this week has gone for us? Mine personally has been a bit of a fail. Not, not an epic fail, we've definitely had some wins, but in terms of what, all the things that you were just saying about planning the week and focus and all of this, that's, yeah, I need to be working on that, because two reasons, I mean, one, I have been on and off ill all week, so that, that hasn't helped, it's definitely made my brain extremely foggy, um, but two, I'm, we're used to, well, I'm terrible at kind of doing everything myself anyway, but when we had more of a team around us... Well, what all, do you mean you're terrible at As doing in I try and do everything myself. Right, okay. Um, but we, I was getting better at that, and we were, I, I was delegating to various different uh, freelancers that we had within our team. Yeah. But because of 2020, all of that's gone away because we've battened down the hatches and made the business uh, smiley booth as streamlined as possible. Right. And obviously... Say it is a startup, so it's got no staff at the moment. So it is literally you and I doing everything. So well, I, us and the tech guys. Yeah. So yeah, but we we are far more hands on than we we would normally be. Yeah. yeah. So I am gonna have to kind of go down your route a bit more and be a lot more disciplined with my time. And I think I need to get up earlier too. For anyone listening, I do get up at seven. I don't get up at like ten, but I think I'm gonna start having to get up at. Afting. Afting. You started the episode with the afting. <laughs> I think it's an Essex thing. Anyway. It's, I said that to you on like episode one, yeah. and you were like, no, it's definitely not. So if anybody's from... You have to do it, don't you? After. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's where it comes from, though. After, afting. It has to be, right? <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So I think I'm going to have to start... Have to start getting up earlier. After start. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Get... Getting up early is not fun. No. Especially you know, in the winter when it's dark and wet. Yeah. I, well, I get up at five. I know you do. So, but I get up at five, not because I wake up at five or like five minutes before five and go, yay, I'm wide awake, I need to get up, right? I get up at five because my alarm goes off at five and it's, and I do, I'm like, I've got to get out of bed, I've got to, because, like for example, this podcast, mm-hmm. the the amount of work that goes into 
just getting it in, into a position where people can actually consume the content, mm. even though hardly anyone's listening to it no. right now. It's like, but making it ready for people to listen to yeah. takes a lot of time. And we already have a busy day, yep. right? So to then shoehorn uh, a podcast in there, like we either, we either lose... Uh, we either, we lose something, some aspect in one of our business, normal mm. business activities, or time with each other, mm-hmm. or time with the children, mm. or we lose a bit of sleep. Mm. And I'm like, well, I'd rather lose a little bit of sleep in the morning, and and be up running and fired up. And so that's my my routine is like up at five, and I'm either working on the podcast, video editing, or something like that, um, doing some mindset stuff, and then it's like bringing you your cup of tea at <laughs> seven and getting the kids out of bed and all that kind of stuff. And then we're away, right? Yeah, yeah. So you have to kind of, something has to give. There's only so much time in a day. Yeah, yeah. But you've also got to protect your headspace, like we've talked about in this yeah. week. So does getting up too early, like getting up earlier each day, actually make this whole experience of trying to get time from places more painful than it needs to be? Like, would you be better off doing something later in the day? No, I think it, it's not possible, really, with the kids. Because by the time they've, we've put them to bed, I'm done, really, by, by that point. I mean, I, sometimes I, I want to do some bits and pieces, but I'm not amazingly productive. Unless, as we said in the, the podcast, I think, on Monday, unless there's some kind of deadline, and then I suddenly come to life and I'm got all the energy in the world but yeah. I have to have that kind of pressure on me so that's why the beginning of my week was was actually really productive I mean Monday and Tuesday we sent out so many press releases and um yeah for say it yeah, yeah and loads of um back and forth with uh with journalists and with with people with care homes and with like Christmas lists and all sorts of stuff and and that's when I feel at my best when there's like this flurry of activity yeah. but then unfortunately a lot of that didn't really come to anything and so Wednesday felt a bit flat and that's when I find it really hard to kind of keep yeah. going and keep knocking on doors and keep doing everything on my list because I kind of feel like I just want to faff around. And, and... Well, it's because of that pull thing that we yeah, talked yeah, about yeah, exactly, on, on, yeah. on a previous podcast, where we, on a previous episode where, so you, you, you had that flurry of activity at the beginning of the week, but that was because people were responding on email to you yeah. saying, oh, or you had like the na- like national press people saying, oh, can we have this from you? Or, oh, yeah. we need this by this time. Yeah. So your pull was, yeah, oh, yeah, I've yeah. got a deadline. I've got to get this information yeah. into them by this. this. Well, and I'm a natural people pleaser as well. So, so if someone's like, can you do this for me? I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just try and get it all done. But uh, whereas I've got to do something myself, it's I find that so much harder. Um, yeah, if you're if you, yeah if you're just dri- like running into the unknown, driving at it, yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah. really difficult. But anyway, how was your week? <laughs> Forget about me. <laughs> I think that I think so. In terms of aspirations for the week, it was all about right. Okay, could we? Like, is it possible to sustain the podcast whilst? working like increase because suddenly the say it the work on say it has just increased Mm -hmm. dramatically Mm -hmm. over the last um over the last couple of weeks Mm -hmm. so in terms of conversations we're having with care home providers associations like you said about journalists all of that stuff seems to have just ramped up Mm -hmm. in the last two weeks working with solutions for the franchisees as well that was for smiley booth was Mm -hmm. like 
okay building the foundations out for that so we've got um yeah see so that's one of the things i haven't done this week that i was supposed to do, is get some information to to them um on like a little video recording that i haven't done yet yeah but i feel like we still move the needle on that this week as well yeah. in terms of we've we've behind the scenes been building the foundations to make it easier for them to um have these resources and tools mm -hmm. right so that's a that was a win for me for this week and um yeah and like the, the like on a private like, like outside of business on a personal aspect like maintaining health like exercise each day and and all of those and keeping a strict routine because mm -hmm. i do get to this time of the week i do get to friday and i'm tired i'm mm -hmm. i'm uh, like i'm thinking to myself it's long it's long days right to, to squeeze everything in so by friday I'm, i am ready for the weekend yeah. to to switch gear a little bit mm -hmm. and i'll often we've had situations before where people want to do business with us at the weekend mm -hmm. And unless it's massively urgent, I'll always say, can this wait till Monday? Because mm. you, you need that downtime on a Saturday and Sunday. Just to, It's not to say you should be entirely inactive, because we won't we'll still be doing the podcast, and I'm no doubt we'll still be doing bits and pieces. Yeah, we still, and stuff. we still, I, I enjoy people not bothering me so much on the weekend, because I can, because, because as I just said before, I'm a people pleaser. So if someone says, oh, can you do this? I, I do it and, and you yeah. shouldn't. And we'll come back to that because saying, saying no is actually a very powerful um, tool that you have when you're, when you're trying to focus. But I always feel like at the weekend that pressure disappears a little bit. Yeah. So I, I, you know, especially because on Because you know others are probably relaxing. Exactly, yeah, so like, especially on a Sunday, I think, oh great, nobody's gonna bother me. I can really focus on this. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I can, or I, especially when it's something to do with like, if I've, if I've got to do something creative, like I've got to write a blog or I've got to um, create some new pages for a website or some advertising copy or something, yeah. something where I've really got to think. Sunday's a good day. Yeah, I, I really like that because it's, even though the kids are in the house and that, which is a little bit of a different focus pool, I know I'm not going to be pulled this way and that way. The phone's yeah. not going to ring. I'm not going to get an urgent email from someone. Um, or it's unlikely. It still happens, but it's it's less likely. So I, I yeah, I mean, that's one thing we've noticed. Um, juggling the... And I suppose that's why we're going to come on to a bit more of the focus piece in a minute. But juggling between so many very independent activities, right? So mm -hmm. the podcast is one activity. Smiley Booth is another activity. Say It is another activity let alone our own like personal lives and what we do in that. What's so that? <laughs> yeah. but it's like having when when it, when we for me when we hit the weekends it it's like I actually enjoy there being no pull. Mm. Like I enjoy there being that it feels like it's that thing that we used to say to other people off the back of people saying it to us. It's like how much time are you spending working on your business, your yeah. business mm -hmm. or whatever your project is rather than in your business mm. or whatever that project well, is. Well that, that's been a fairly nice thing about 2020 as much as it's terrifying in lots of ways when obviously things change so dramatically in, in business as, as it did for Smiley Booth. Um, it's a chance to reassess everything and because for example now normally if the world was normal would be we'd be 
gearing up for absolute crazy season. Oh, yeah. End of, it, end of November. Well, it is from now, right? Yeah. yeah. We would have all the franchisees out at loads of events. We'd be supporting that. We'd be taking bookings. We're normally very... Everybody, be, everything would be last minute. All the yeah, corporates would be the booking thing. us for this week, this week. Yeah, whatever. very heavily involved because they're corporates, which is yeah. which is something that you and I are more involved with than, than would than ordinary bookings with the franchisees. Yeah. So, yeah, so normally now is, is like manic. So it's it's nice in in a way. I mean, obviously, we'd rather be manic with, with the, the business being at the height it was, but it's nice to kind of be able to still work on that business, but as you say, on it rather than yeah. in it and responding to all this craziness. It's nice to kind of sit there and go, well, which direction do we want to take it? Yeah. What's best for this, that, and the other? And, and making kind of informed, clear decisions. So... Um, I think that makes a change, but it's um, but it's a it's a weird change for me because I I respond better to the, the pull. Well, that's one of the things that on it, on the business and in the business is one of the things that we really liked um, about franchising Smiley Booth was that for years and years we had mentors or business associates saying you're spending too much time at the very front line of your business yeah why haven't you done this and why haven't you done yeah, that yeah yeah and <laughs> yeah and one of the benefits that we never really we never really speak to the franchisees about is that the great thing about being part of a franchise is you have an aspect of the business that all it does all day long if, if it's doing it right right mm. if it's not just like recruiting new franchisees all the time yeah, and churning them all the time, which is a lot of franchises are, can yeah. do that. Yeah, if the franchisees' values is about growth for the uh, sorry, the franchisor's values is about growth for the franchisees, mm. then the franchisees have this aspect where they have these individuals as a franchisor who are just all they're doing all day is plotting, strategizing mm. ways to grow the business, working on the business, like. Yeah. It, they're, they're like 90% on the business and 10% in the yeah. business. Yeah. Whereas, obviously, the franchisees themselves might be like 70-80% in the business yeah. and only 20% on the business. Yeah. So that's kind of the advantage of being part of a franchise network yeah, because yeah, yeah. it kind of mitigates that issue. Um, but, yeah, 2020 has definitely enabled us more time across all areas to be on the business mm-hmm. as opposed to in it. But I kind of have this... Um, like you kept talking about the like impending doom feeling with with um, with twenty twenty in general, I have this impending uh, countdown feeling because because I'm really confident that the event like hundred percent confident that the event industry is going to come back, um, but I do feel it's going to come back slightly different that we all have to be prepared for with hybrid events and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I also think it's going to come back with a with a big bang, and yeah. we kind of all need to be ready for it. So I I do feel this kind of like ticking clock. Like, have you got all your everything lined up? Is it, is this ready? Is that ready? Have you looked after all these customers that have been kind of on hold for however long? Yeah. And, you know. So I I. I do you have this like urgency, like sitting at the back of my yeah, mind, yeah. which makes me feel a bit uncomfortable? Well, that's the that's the weird thing that I think. Uh, I mean, we've said this to franchisees in the past about the uh, on on calls that we've had with them about the events industry that there's a vac and and this is probably this probably isn't unique to the events industry. It's probably happening to multiple industries Travel, at the moment. Definitely. Yeah, where there's a vacuum being created, right? So there's the same amount of once the world recorrects again there's going to be the same amount of demand and requirement for people if not increased demand and requirement by by consumers because 
they've been restricted so for long. such a long yeah, time. Exactly. The, so there, there's all this pressure building yeah. around, well, we've got our hands... Like, it's like the, the scenario with... Um, like right now, as we talk in November 2020, if you go to the supermarket and you want to, you want to buy something that isn't perceived, isn't an essential, uh, uh, yeah, isn't targeted. What's the word? The isn't categorized as an essential good um, by your government. Mm. Then you can't buy it, even though you can see it on the shelf, right? <laughs> Sorry, you no. can't buy it, right? So, um, I mean, we had this weird scenario yesterday where. Um, we bought a couple of advent calendars for the kids, like a couple of Lego advent calendars for the kids. And I bought them just before that rule came in play. Yeah. And, um, and we've seen them going on Amazon, those same calendars going for 10 times yeah. the value that I bought them for two, three it. weeks ago, yeah. just because of this issue with the government. Yeah. So my point is that there's this compression that's being happened on consumerism and people's habits and people's ability to do stuff. And combined with that, you've got this other aspect of the, your competitors. If you're in business right now and you're kind of ticking along and you're kind of holding on um, by the skin of your teeth, ready for when things start opening up again, the, you're, there's a number of competitors out there that haven't, haven't survived. Yeah. So you have increased... Or, or a lot of them just haven't bothered because a lot of them are part-time. They're just like, oh... It's too much. Yeah, yeah it's don't just, want to do it anymore. Yeah, exactly. Reevaluate. It's yeah. an so th that's the other thing with twenty twenty. For there's definitely those in in business who ha have the businesses have collapsed, where um, they were perfectly viable. The owners of those businesses were awesome mm. and going and had ne hadn't put a foot wrong, mm. possibly for decades, mm. right? But the economy switched on them. Uh, this COVID switch and they collapsed. Mm. There's also a huge chunk of, of businesses out there where they they might be micro businesses or they might have been they might have been whatever where the owners are are looking for an out. Yeah, yeah. It's like okay, if it's gonna go bang, this is year for it to yeah, go yeah. bang because yeah, because there's nothing worse. And again, we will cover this in a future episode um, about our 2007 um, issue. Seventeen. Uh, what did I say? 2007. Oh, 2017. Um, yeah, issue. Um, but when we had that issue, that blip, and we were really worried about the business, the economy was great, events industry was great, yeah. everybody we knew in business was doing great. So, like, the idea of failing yeah. in that scenario was just, like, it just compounded the problem for us, yeah, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? So, so, yeah, so there is all of that going on. And but I think that... that constant I mean because all of that sounds like a great thing you know it's all going to come back yay and that's, and it is it's a hundred percent a great thing but I think the reason I don't know about you but the reason I feel this kind of just niggling anxiety about it is because we got to a point when before we franchised or even when we were franchising as well because we had the top trump stuff and things like mm -hmm. that that were a big project that we were working on yeah, that's an episode in itself yeah, it is, the top but trump, yeah. I think you and I we got so busy at one point so in the business yeah. that I think both of you and I were a little bit afraid of ever being like that again because yeah. we were just running around like headless chickens and yeah. didn't know which way was up. Um, and, I, and, I, and that's when we went to the Tony Robbins and everything kind of sorted itself out because we, we prioritised and we focused and we worked really hard on it. But I think we do have this kind of little sense of fear of being thrown back into that crazy Well, we did that. Uh, <laughs> we did. So we, we had, I know exactly the period you're talking about. We had... 
we'd had an amazing year with the Smiley Booth event delivery uh, side for us, and um, and we did, in that year we we'd done over five hundred events, um, and at the time we had twenty six staff. We had uh, seven or eight photo booths that were out all the time. And in this particular December, it was, we had... Um, so the way it works in the events side in December, for us anyway, was uh, basically you're booked out every day from the 1st to about the 20th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there or thereabouts. It, it normally depends what day Christmas falls, doesn't yeah. it? It can go right as, as close as like 22nd, 23rd. It depends yeah. where the weekends fall. But it was... But on, I think on this particular year, it's from, from the 1st to the 20th of December that we knew we, we had events out every single day. Yeah. So, and and we then you squeeze even more in because they're always last minute. Yeah, so, so we ended up doing something like over 60, 60 events in these 20 days. Mm. And it meant that um, you, like you and I were up, like we were working 18 hours a day or more. Yeah. Plus, with two young children at the time. Well, and it's Christmas, yeah. right? So you have to do Christmas stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You have to take the kids to see Santa and all of this other stuff. You're yeah, trying yeah, to squeeze yeah. into this like horrendously busy time yeah. anyway. And then everyone starts see. giving you a little bit of a headache because yeah. it's like, well, look, it's Christmas, guys. Can you can at least just pop in for a drink? <laughs> yeah, you can exactly. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, we're there having a drink. Like, <laughs> and then we're looking at the... We've got, we're, we go here and then we've got to go off to another... And then we were doing that. We were yeah. literally seeing somebody... And everyone was getting drunk. Yeah, everyone so was everyone's having thing. a fantastic time and you're like half dead in the corner. Yeah, and I'm like, right, well, I've got to go out to an event in a bit. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that was, so we had that period, which we both, like when we were in that mix of just adrenaline and running and just craziness. And then we got to the other side of it and we got to Christmas and we were exhausted. And then we took four weeks off mm-hmm. because January for us historically in our business and in the events industry, was generally a, a far quieter month. So we had we had events, yeah. but we knew that we you and I could take four weeks out and let the staff run run all of that, and we'll just be on call. And I slept. Well, I was about to hang to, to add that it was actually one of the precursors to us travelling, wasn't it? Because yeah, we yeah. we wanted to go away, and so we we looked at a week or two in Florida, like anyone does, yeah, and, it, and it was incredibly expensive. And then, and I was like, well, if we push this out, and it was it was just before the uh, Annabelle would have started school the following year. So it was um, for any anyone that's listening that's not based in the UK. The UK have got this wonderful rule where um, you can't take your kids out of school without being fined. Yeah. And that had just come in, so uh, I think it just come in at the time. But anyway, so it was the last kind of opportunity for us to go away in term time in a, in a in a big chunk. So we were like, well, let's let's go away. Let's see what longer looks like. Yeah, because it was looking at something like fifteen hundred to two grand a week. Like yeah. we, everywhere we were looking, that was what the, it was yeah. coming. And we were like, that's well, this is the great secret of travel, which we'll definitely cover in some in some future podcasts. Yeah. That the longer you go somewhere, the cheaper it is. You still get your airfare there and back, which isn't which isn't yeah. going to change in price. But although you can do things about that as well, but yeah, yeah you can get a month somewhere cheaper than you can get a week or two, and you yeah, can get a month's car hire cheaper than you can get a week or yeah. two. And so we looked at this: let's go away for a month and see what happens. And as I say, it was actually cheaper than going away for two weeks. So yeah, it was. we ended it was up crazy. going to Florida, hiring a villa for a month. But where you're going is, I I, I remember Lee. Um, what we've described was worse for Lee because you were in London most of that time. You were staying up in London two or three nights in a row, delivering yeah. all these events. Um, and then 
<laughs> we, we got through Christmas, as you say, and we flew to Florida on New Year's Eve, didn't we? And yeah. We arrived in Florida on New Year's Eve. And Zach was... How old was Zach? He was only... Oh, that was the other thing, yeah. He'd had an ear infection. <laughs> so he'd yeah. been, like, up crying all, pretty much all the way through December, or every night. Yeah. Um, because he was only young, though. He yeah. was, he was He wasn't walking. No, no, no. He was only about eight months. Yeah. Yeah, seven or eight months. So, um, yeah, so we'd only figured... Well, We'd been back and forth to the doctors and they hadn't picked up on it. And we'd only eventually figured out it was an ear infection like on the third trip to the doctors. So, yeah, yeah. he'd kept us up, bless him, all night, most nights in December for whatever yeah. sleep we were trying to get. Yeah. But, well, yeah. I would get in at three, four in the morning, yeah. sometimes five. Yeah. And he'd be up. Yeah, yeah. And I'd get a couple of hours, two, three hours sleep or whatever it is. Yeah. And then we'd be off again. Yeah, it would yeah, be yeah. every day. But, I, but we, so we got to, got to Florida, obviously kind of collapsed for the first couple of days anyway as you as you do when you've done like a, a long haul or whatever and um and then your birthday is the 4th of january isn't it yeah. and and i remember getting to your birthday and being well what do you want to do where should we go what should we do and you're like i just don't want i just want to sleep and i yeah i don't think i've ever seen you that tired and it, it really took a good week for yeah. you to just be yourself again um, yeah because De- that December, what what was that? Two thousand and fourteen, I think. December two thousand and fourteen. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Yeah, 14. it was. It so was. We moved 14. it to fifteen. Yeah. But yeah, you you I've yeah I've never seen you that that tired. So <laughs> that's why we become a little bit reticent about um the potential of things going crazy. Yeah. We? Well, and what it also did for us was um so the up until that point, obviously in twenty two it was. Uh, so only a couple of years before that, two, three years before that, we were both employed. Mm. So, uh, and we we were used to taking one or two weeks holiday. That mm. was what you book it in with your boss. And um, and like being in banking, it kind of went, it was like kind of first come, first served. And then if there was a bit of a battle going on over specific dates in the year, then it was a seniority thing. Yeah. Like who who got the who got those dates, and then if you wanted to do any more than two weeks holiday, then you were um, then that had to have a very specific sign off by couldn't be your boss, it had to be their boss, and it was always a big like issue if you did more than two weeks holiday anywhere, and even to the fact that um, years and years and years ago when we got married, yeah, you got just we, we wanted three weeks, yeah. and that was a massive battle yeah. where to try and get anywhere near that. Even though I had the holiday, they just wouldn't give it. So when we did this month away, it was the first time we'd ever in our lives booked four back-to-back weeks away. It was like that felt just in itself. That felt crazy to us, didn't it? And one of the things, it was like a, there was like a thing that happened in, in that experience. And I was like a zombie for the first week. And then the second week, I was like kind of, like all of us were kind of coming around and adjusting to our environment and appreciating the fact that bloody hell we're in america right yeah. now and we're in florida and this place is amazing and there was this but there wasn't this kind of sense of but we're flying back at the weekend no we could relax and yeah. we could just just observe and take things in and not rush and and then week three and we felt like we were really settling into yeah. living there and being there and experiencing the place so by the end of week four we were like, we love this place yeah, and yeah. we feel like we've had this huge break and it was a real uh, epiphany really because we, we'd we never experienced that kind of break. I certainly had never experienced that break in my entire life because even when I was at school, like people going on about summer holidays and stuff like that, but from the age of 12 
I had a job, mm-hmm. like I, I had a part-time job. So I would literally school or summer job or weekend job. Mm-hmm. And that was it. That well, and the, the time difference worked out quite well as well, didn't it? Because we, even though the, the business is ridiculously quiet in January, we do stay, take bookings for weddings and stuff for the, the coming year. So we did still have people in the office. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the time difference of England being ahead... We would get up quite early, do like two or three hours work yeah. while they were in the office. But then obviously they'd go home. The Eng- England would kind of close for the day. Yeah. And we were like, yay, we've yeah. got the rest of the day. Yeah, it was midday <laughs> and everyone had gone home. Exactly. Yeah, so it was that, wonderful. If, if we, could, uh, we could chill without kind of being bothered by stuff. Which yeah. Nice. yeah, we literally used to have a call when we got up in the morning yeah, with, the, with the, the guys in the office. Yeah. Like a... Like, it wasn't a Skype call, was it? It was something else Whatever that we used to do. I don't know what it was. But we used to do some kind of video call with them. I think it was Skype, actually. Was it? Yeah. We used to do some kind of video call with them. That once we got up with our cup of teas in the morning, which was about their middle of the day. Yeah. And then our middle of the day, we'd then have another call, video call, just saying, right, how's the day's gone? Yeah. And, they, and they'd just give us a rundown of the day, and we'd be like, right, see you tomorrow. Yeah. And that was, it was, that was great. Like this. Yeah. But that sowed the seed for our travels, definitely. definitely. Yeah, yeah. That was like, this is this well, is like, possible. One, this is really really cost effective there's like crazy cost there's like a secret that nobody knows yeah um and two we we can still work you know nothing's fallen over yes it was a quiet time so we we did have to um streamline our business when we did decide to travel but yeah this this works and we and we can do it around the kids yeah they haven't you've got a fly on your head (laughs) there's this one fly anybody watching or listening to this we literally because it's uh the weather's not been too bad is it and we've had the the windows open and there's this one fly that's been driving us nuts for what a week? Yeah. I didn't even know they lived that long. <laughs> maybe it's not one fly. Yeah, maybe it's not. <laughs> but it's just got this thing about it that's laying on my head. Anyway, sorry. So there's our weeks and Florida and a few other things thrown in. <laughs> yeah, so the focus bit. Yeah, right. that's what I was about to come back to. So we can't really delegate at the moment, um, and we do have a, a huge amount um, to do um, and and to focus on so I've been kind of wrestling a little bit with like how do you do it and especially because I've, I've been listening to Russell Brunson's book on Audible and even just listening to his book is quite stressful because he's he just talks a million miles an hour and he has so many fantastic ideas and he's just like literally going blah, 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 blah. you, you want to kind of like slow him down just to kind of process what he's saying so um I, I, and I was thinking oh so I've got to do this and I've got to do this and, and, he's, and he says that this works and I'm like just overwhelmed yeah, yeah. but well in, didn't he say about stories that you have to post on stories how many times well a day? he posts on instagram stories he can post up to 50 times a day which is oh, just insane geez. but and i'm so glad he said this <laughs> towards the end of the book he, he says you you have to just kind of pick one thing and double down on it and focus yeah. and and he and he says but people come back to him and say oh how can you do that russell because you, you're everywhere you're being so because i have teams and he said, if I had started trying to do all the things, there's no way I'd be where I am today. He said, you have to choose the channel or, or the, the thing that's going to get you there faster. Yeah. Whatever it is, you need to analyse and identify what's going to get you to the cash faster or to your goal faster or whatever it is that you're aiming for, like in your fitness, if it's to, to a certain goal faster, um, and double your efforts on that. And really, yeah. really focus in on that. And it's really hard to do because obviously you want to do all the things. But the moment you start to get some traction and some success and that, then you can start to bring in the other things and you can bring in people and you can delegate and yeah. then you can start to build. So when he said that, I was kind of like, ah, ding, 
<laughs> yeah, well, and also, um, well, if you combine that philosophy with what we were talking about a few days ago about, um, like, stop worrying about time, like, in terms of trading your, like, time for money or your time for stuff. It's like, worry about result. Yeah, yeah. So if you have a clearly defined result for whatever that project is, yeah. then then just get it done yeah. and then and then move on. Yeah. So so the reason why like, I think we're able to juggle at the moment effectively outside, like outside of our own personal responsibilities, so whether mm-hmm. that be our own health and headspace mm-hmm. and whatever it is, or our relationship or with the kids, just if we just focus on business and just general activities, right? Then we have a very clear idea of what result looks like on each one of our our mm-hmm. enterprises, right? So well, with the pod- for others because you're doing some consultancy work for people as well. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. So I'm yeah, I'm yeah. I'm helping. Um, well, you company. have to practice what you preach, right? You can't tell them to be disciplined and focused in a certain marketing dis- activity if you're then doing everything yourself. Exactly. <laughs> so we have. Um, so yeah, so there's there's a portion of my week I give up every week that is just in support of this other company's marketing activities and yeah. advice and building all of that out for them. So, um, but I have a very clear idea and you have a very clear idea as to what success looks like each day and each week. And that helps us focus. So my getting up at five in the morning or whatever it is so that, that my idea of result is, right, get the content out there that needs to be like get all these pieces of content that I've got scheduled uh, or that I've got in my mind to build mm. done. Mm. Like in the moment I'm done, I can, I can kind of close the book on that yeah. and go on to the next project. And, and with say it's like, right, I have meetings with this person, this person, this person, and I need to connect with this person, this person, and we need to make sure the website's doing this and the service does that. It's like, but like that, that bite sized chunk in that day. Mm. And then the same with Smiley Booth, and the same with these with the the marketing stuff. And as long as and it, it's just discipline, though, isn't it? Yeah, you I'm, have to be disciplined. Yeah, really. and I think you're you're definitely better at that than me. Because and discipline in your purpose as well. Like because again, if you're going to be um, trying to post on on social media and you, and you think, oh, well, I don't know, people say I should well, like we like we did with Twitter, right? It's like you were saying I should get off off Twitter because it's it's just not a good place to be. Yeah, yeah. I'm only on Twitter because I was like, oh, the business should really be on Twitter. So that's why I put it on there. But but there was no kind of direct purpose with that. There was no like, if I put the business on Twitter, I will engage with these people and that's going to get me X, Y, and Z. Exactly. I was just like, oh, the, and Which goes, by the way, is completely contrary to what we were talking about marketing the other but day. But this is what I'm yeah? saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and um, you know, we other people will be like, oh, I think the business should be on Instagram and, and set it up on Instagram. But again, what's the purpose of that? It, yeah. Does it suit your business? Does it suit your goals? Are your customers on there? Yeah. And, and I, that's what I'm really struggling with in terms, of, in terms of my own personality, that I want to be all the things to all the people. And you, yeah. you just can't do that, especially yeah. when you're so limited on resources. Well, also, are you, um, are you deciding to do that? Are you making up a reason... Well, it's that fear of missing out, isn't it? Oh, if yeah. you're not on that platform, then then I might not get that. Yeah, there. but are you looking for... So any any activity or any platform, the way I see it is, what's the, the, like what you said about results is spot on. It's yeah. like, right, what, what result are you looking for and how does... And what activities support that result, yeah? Not, what can I do, what activity can I do and how can I 
what things in that activ- activity kind of connect with my result. Yeah. It's like, that's yeah, the wrong yeah, way around. Yeah, it's yeah. like, it, and you're right, Instagram's a great example of this. There's a lot of people that use things like an Instagram platform or Facebook for that mm-hmm. matter. And they do it in a way where they want the result of, I want to get more sales. Right. Well, not, but, not even that. A lot of the time it's a vanity thing. Like I'm in, I'm in a few um, like Instagram strategy groups on Facebook. Right. Um, and I constantly see like, oh, follow for follow. I want to get to, I want to get to 2000 followers this, this by the, by the end of the month. So help me out guys. And I'm like, but why do you want to get to two? Yeah. What, what's 2000 going to achieve over, you know, a thousand and 1990. Like yeah, yeah. What, what, why, why is that your goal? And What's the point of oh getting these people to follow you that have got nothing to do with your product or service? Yeah, and you're just going oh follow for follow. You know, it's not it, authentic. It's all it's not fake. Just that, isn't it? It's not just the fakeness. It's just what's the point? You're wasting yeah. your time. Yeah. Well, I had one uh, one person reach out to me. I think it was yesterday. It might be the day before, and they they commented on on my Instagram, and they said something like, "I've I like your content." Please follow my content. Yeah, I had that. And I was I like, had the same actually well, the other day. Just this isn't this isn't the way social. This isn't the way this relationship works, no. right? I put stuff out there, and if it happens to help you, or be of you think it's a value to you, then yeah. engage with it. Yeah. Yeah. And if I happen to stumble across anybody else's content, and I feel that that's the case, then I'll engage with yeah. it. But I won't. It's not a reciprocal thing, no, right? Exactly. It's that's not the way this works, and. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, I mean, we've had that definitely we've, we've built Instagram accounts up, we've built Facebook and Twitter accounts up in the past and using lots of different types of strategies and a vast majority of the time is when you get to the bigger numbers on, on those accounts and you see it all the time with these, um, like with celebrities who have got this, one of the things that we were told, um, was like, get in touch with influencers and let them do this and and once they get you on uh, their radar then then the like it could be huge for you and we're thinking well maybe that's appropriate for smiley booth or say it or whatever and 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 then you look at their engagement like the actual people that are actually interacting with the content mm. it's like one percent mm. and sometimes is, yeah, yeah or sometimes a lot lower percent you know? is good three percent is considered so what's good. the point yeah you yeah, know it's exactly. like if like it is a point if you're if you're really targeted with it that this because because for example our travel face uh, sorry our travel Instagram account the majority of people that follow that yeah. and the people that we follow are interested in travel or other traveling families and the same with the group on Facebook you know yeah. it is a strong really engaged group yeah. of people that are interested in traveling so of course that's useful not yeah. not just for people that might want to sell something travel related but you're, you're answering questions you're sharing ideas you you've all got that common interest and you are helping each other you're genuinely helping each yeah. other it's not just a but that's the follow. result right yeah the result the uh that so the instagram you, account that you're talking about yeah. is the adventure in the somewhere travel yeah. account that we built at the beginning of our travels and it's got it's got a nice amount of followers and they're really engaged yeah. people in there because they're all travelers it's a, all travelers uh, people that either want to go travelling with their families or um, or have done or are doing right yeah. so and it's a really engaged network and but the only reason why we created that was to document our journey yeah. 
and to engage with other people that are traveling. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah, there yeah, was yeah. no other outcome. So when you put the work in on that, it was like, okay, that's all we're doing. Yeah. That's the only requirement for that service. And, but so many activities that you can do in a day or a week, when we talk about focus, are when there's not a clarity around uh, an outcome, when you get other activities, like positive feedback, you think, oh, I've done my job. And it's yeah. like, well, have you done your job? Yeah. Just because you had, say, 50 people comment on your post, yeah. was that was that the defined outcome that you were actually looking for? Um, or was it just a bunch of nonsense where it's like, you like me and you like me, but yeah, like, yeah, and, exactly. and all this kind of stuff? Every, every task that you do, I mean, um, again, coming back to Russell Brunson, even with his up to 50 posts in a day, he each one of them has a target and and he again he says that in the book that i can't remember the the three uh things that he defines it by off the top of my head but yeah every single time he goes he's like is this my target or is this my target or is this my target and every uh, every single one of his posts is one of those three targets yeah it's nothing's just willy-nilly no and with um I mean, I, I have a feeling that a lot of our podcasts are going to have some kind of marketing bent to them, cause just because that's just the well, way we... Well, one of our five topics, you see? Yeah. Five purposes. Five purposes. <laughs> but... Um, Who wants to just listen to us waffle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which you might do. Yeah. Um, we will do an episode just on Instagram, by the way, and just on yeah, certain channels, because yeah. I think that's a useful thing for people... Just to, for us to be able to share our experiences, because we've got some experience in that field building. Yeah, I mean, we've got three fairly decent um, size accounts, haven't we? Yours, yeah. mine, and, and the travel. Yeah. And then we've also got one for Smiley Booth that was successful. Yeah. I mean, when I said earlier about the whole two thousand, there there is a benefit to getting over ten thousand because you get the swipe up, and that's the only way you can kind of link people to your other content. So yeah. I do understand people kind of racing to that number. But it's only relevant, that swipe up is only, so the swipe up for anybody listening or watching this, I have no idea what we're talking about. When you're using the Instagram app, um, one of the things that you can do in the stories on Instagram, which is just where you might post something that's going on in your day, is you could say, just for example, on Smiley Booth, right? Mm-hmm. We could say, right, Okay, today, this is us with our photo booth, and we've got an amazing offer on the moment. Yeah, you might do so, like a Black Friday offer. Yeah, a Black Friday like offer or something. Yeah. Swipe up on the screen to see what the offer is, and when you swipe up, it'll take it redirect whoever's, whoever swipes that will redirect to a specific web page. And of course, And that's important, got, because in Instagram, you there's no other ways that you can link to stuff. Yeah, other, you can't other than get them bio. off Instagram the somewhere one. else. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's why that's quite important, but that is a genuine business-led target has a result. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but it's, it's critical the, how you approach the acquisition of those followers yeah, is, that those, is relevant. Those people right? would be interested, otherwise what's the point? Exactly. Yeah. So that's, um, yeah, so, so coming back to the focus and the week and all of this kind of stuff, if, if one of your goals is to grow some kind of social media following or whatever it is, be very clear about what the ideal outcome of that looks like to you. Do you want, is it that you want a thousand people following you? If, if, if you can wave a magic wand and in 12 months time, you have a thousand people that follow you and are fans of who you are, right? If you're, and, and you're all engaged with your content because they understand the value you bring, mm-hmm. right? And the value of the stuff that you create and the work that you put in. Or, do you want a hundred thousand p- 
people following you that really don't care and who are just like for like. Yeah. And it's like, because they're two very different activities, hugely different activities. Yeah. It's like, for us with the podcast stuff, it's like, we want to just create value. The number of followers we have and um, the number of engagements we have, we believe that if we are authentic and and honest and share our experience and give people tools and everything else, in by the time we get to the end of the 365 days of this journey, <laughs> and we're on day what? Nine? Nine, yeah. <laughs> day, day nine. By the time we get to the end of that, we will have an audience, however big or small of that audience is, who will know what Smiley Boots is about, mm-hmm. who will know what Say is about, and who know we, what we are mm-hmm. about. And, and they're engaged, and, they're, and that's our goal, right? Well, it's, and it's quality over quantity, isn't it? It's, it's, a, it's a vanity piece, I think. So, so much of... of what, so, and what, getting big numbers yeah, is a vanity so, piece. So much of what social media is built on is, is just a vanity piece. And I think, uh, I think when you can let go of that, and I don't mean vanity just in terms of, oh, let's get loads and loads and loads, but the opposite as well. When you've only got a tiny following, you kind of feel a bit like... Yeah. But if you can, doesn't matter. Yeah, if you can drop that and really focus on on the quality of, of what you're doing, serving other people, serving, um, yeah, yeah and 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 um, you know, less is more. Um, yeah. Then I think that's that's the, the way to go because it's a damn sight easier to get a thousand quality people than it is to get a hundred. Well, it's not necessarily easier. But it's it's more worthwhile. One hundred percent, it's more worthwhile, and it will take you further. Yeah, so and you... well, what it does is it it entirely changes the how you approach the activity, right? Yeah. So, because, so the way we're approaching this activity with the podcasting side is just, um, right, what what do we want to talk about today that's authentically us mm-hmm. and that might help somebody else, mm-hmm. right? And how do we how do we position that in a way that's easily consumed by somebody else, mm-hmm. right? Um, and and hopefully of some interest. Yeah. That's it, mm-hmm. right? So and that's all our agenda is because we know that we'll review that at the end of the three hundred and sixty five days yeah, to see yeah. if it's got an effect. Whereas if our goal was I want to be on a hundred thousand followers by the time we get to three hundred and sixty five yeah, yeah, yeah. days, and that's all that matters. Yeah, we'd be in lots of like and share groups. Yeah, yeah. spending lots of money on promotional stuff. Yeah finding hacks yeah. and finding bots and yeah, all this yeah. kind of stuff to try and create that audience. Yeah. And that would probably take over our whole day. Yeah, yeah, it would. Yeah, because yeah. we'd be constantly trying to create these engagement strategies that really are just vanity, as you say, vanity yeah. projects. So it would be short-lived. I mean, you, you might get more, um, you might get some money initially but for having that large audience but they're not going to be engaged through the stuff, so they're not going to listen. Yeah. And then, and so you you don't have the the longevity. Yeah. And it only takes. Uh, um, this is another thing that Brunson says. It only takes one of those platforms to go, don't like you anymore, and switch it off. Oh. And you've lost all that work. Yeah. Well, um, one of the issues that we, uh, many people had, uh, including us, yeah. was Instagram rolled out a strategy. So they had. It was June, had, June last year, wasn't it? Was uh, it no, no, uh, yeah, June last year. June yeah, last year, yeah, right? Yeah. So th- what they did is they they looked at um, they had a big problem where people were doing what we suggested, where people were like, "Like my content, and I like your content." Yeah. Instance, and then there were some savvy people out there that went, "Actually, you don't need to manually do that. We can create these bots, machines, that, yeah. these machines that can just do it automatically for you. So just pay us a monthly subscription, mm-hmm. and." 
you, you, we will guarantee that you'll get X number of likes a month mm -hmm. because we'll just literally have these bots go out to thousands of people every minute or every hour, every day, and to to show your content to as many as to get as many likes back mm -hmm. as possible. We'll just, and basically, the strategy was just like everybody's stuff, and they'll like you back mm -hmm. in return. And um, Instagram was like, this is hacking our system and completely devaluing the service. It's completely making everybody feel like this isn't authentic mm. anymore and anybody's... However, they were a bit overzealous. Well, they went crazy. Yeah, and, and there's thankfully we, we were never knocked down too much in terms of we've still got our accounts and, and that, but our, our posts suddenly weren't being seen by our audience anymore. Yeah. And you could actually see on our travel account um, that we very much kind of fell out of love with Instagram for a while because we just stopped posting because people weren't seeing what so many people were, yeah so many people were not like a huge percentage of our community weren't seeing it so what we had was a scenario where um, you would actively engage like on our travels you'd be engaging with lots of people in yeah, the day yeah. to get to show the post and everything yeah. else. And, and it became like we do with everything. Yeah. It became a real discipline. Like yeah. every day I'm going to reach out to this many people. I'm yeah. going to go to this. I'm going to raise the profile yeah, of yeah. this thing. But Instagram, if you were that heavily active on your Instagram accounts, and we even employed someone to help us yeah. with managing the Smiley Booth Instagram accounts, yeah. right? But well, to and do... all the franchisees and the like, Facebook account, the social media manager we had. Didn't exactly, yeah. social media manager. And you basically worked side by side with them and said, right, yeah. this is the strategy. Yeah. This is how I've built our Instagram accounts. I want you to do exactly the same all day long, every mm -hmm. day for our Smiley Booth yeah. businesses. And then um, Instagram just went, anything that even remotely looks like a bot, yeah. because we don't feel it's possible that somebody can spend that much time or be, like, be that consistent. Anything that looks like a bot, will do something called shadow banning. Mm. And that basically means that you won't know if your account's been affected, mm. but all of a sudden, everybody starts sees your posts, suddenly nobody sees your mm. posts. And suddenly your engagement goes from, I don't know, it, it could be huge. It could be, it could be like 10%, it could be 15% engagement rate, and suddenly it goes down to nothing. But it's, it's worse than that. They got worse than that because our friends in the Netherlands completely lost their account. Oh, they got their account shut down. They, they hadn't done anything wrong. And they'd wrong. spent years building that yeah. account up. And, and they were... And there's uh, no recourse either. No, and they're... they're uh, well, this is the problem with Facebook and Instagram. The moment you've got a problem, you can't talk to anybody. I mean, no, we both had a personal problem on Facebook recently where we were blocked out of Marketplace for no yeah. reason at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then... And, but we managed to get that back. But but yeah, they lost their account and they were a product-based business that actually sold a lot of their products through Instagram. Yeah, via influencers. So, yeah, so and... that was a, a terrible situation for them. And yeah. they, they'd done nothing wrong. No. So yeah, you, you cannot rely on any single one channel. And... Well, it goes back to our marketing But again, with, without having a, a focus on it, and really the focus should be getting that person into your overall bubble whether that's your ecosystem yeah, yeah. I, ideally it, it will be in your email list because that's where you really own them but if even if you can't get them into your email list just have other places that they they can find you but not all the places because yeah. you can't do that so no. just you still, choose a handful yeah just with two a specific... or three things that you really focus in yeah on. i mean this uh for example this podcast channel is youtube yeah and then we share that content onto Facebook. Yeah. And we have our Instagram account. Yeah. And well, we already have our own Instagram account. Yeah, We're not we just, starting one for the podcast. No, so. no, we just use it. Yeah, and, exactly. So. Um, and that's fundamentally it. That's yeah. where our focus is. It just because we think, well, 
a vast majority of the people, that's where they're going to consume yeah. this type of content. But, um, and that, and that, Kate's going to start uh, dancing around uh, in a minute. Well, I was also going to just say, it's also, it's, um, it's also platforms we know as well, because the other danger is to jump on the latest thing, like uh, TikTok, TikTok etc. And, and although I do have an interest in TikTok for business, because I have read a lot about how successful it is, and it, it fits our businesses, because I don't know how to use it at all, it's yeah. not something I'm going to look at. Well, it's moment. really hard to get onto that platform exactly. at the moment as well. Yeah. So, I, so forget that. That's just, just a distraction at the minute. Yeah. And focus on the others. Come back to that when I've got the resources and the time. Well, this goes back to our. We did a we did a whole episode just on uh, the, some of the principles of marketing uh, when you're looking at doing investing your time in marketing activities. And yeah, and I think it was possibly episode three. No, not three. No? no, I can't. Forgive me, I can't recall which one it is. I have to have a look through our episode. <laughs> it is actually saying, uh, don't spend any money on marketing or whatever before listening to this or something right. like that. So it's one of our but, very early ones anyway. Yeah, well, they're all early. Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> um, but the, the point is that um, there's a lot of, like, here's a surefire way of doing this. And you can get, you can buy into that rhetoric to we, uh, we, uh, and that will supersede your um, focus on a result, and then subsequently all your time is wasted mm. on on that in the week. And so when we talk about focus, it's like yeah, you and I have a lot of aspects to focus on. It's mm. nice to get to this point on Friday, and we're like, well, we've achieved X, Y, Z. Mm. You're not necessarily as happy as you'd like to be at no. this point in the week. Um, I'm a little bit happier mm. with where we are in this week, um, but breaking down your week and your results and be, and for each day rather than, okay, if I just work 20 hours today, I'll be even closer to that result. Yeah. So, well, maybe you won't. Maybe the quality and the, of the work that you do and the time you're spending is a waste of time. Yeah. Like, just get your stuff. It, 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 yeah, it's, I mean, focus is the is the word of the day. Isn't yeah. It? So it's, um, but, it, but it is hard and... And, and it's going back to what we've said in several of the podcasts now about um, guarding the door to your mind, not just in terms of what we have spoken about, letting the negative stuff through and being, trying to keep the positive, but the distractions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's about being really disciplined to um, the distractions and the vanity side of yeah. things. Like, oh, oh, you should be doing this over here because you'll get more people. It's yeah. like, yeah, but why? Yeah, and <laughs> social media, and uh, that's the other problem with doing work that might involve some sort of social media aspect is that it's it will suck you in oh, God, yeah. and um and waste an enormous amount of your time yeah. and it's not it's not as like doing your accounts or no, something oh, like the that, number of know? times i've gone onto facebook and I've, I've pulled the messenger out of facebook now and it's a separate app on my yeah there's a life app. hack by the way if you have to use messenger to communicate in your business then download the messenger app yes. onto your computer so yes. you can you don't have to go into facebook yeah because i i used to always go through facebook and i've gone onto facebook because there's somebody i want to message i want to just drop them a, literally a quick 10 second message that i've remembered i needed to contact them about and i find messenger normally a lot quicker than email so that's why i'll use that and and i've gone on and i've literally forgotten why i'm there yes and I, i'm like yeah because there's been a puppy video feed. yeah i'm looking through it and i'm like why am i here who, I, I was going to talk to someone. Who was it? And yeah, I've yeah. literally lost like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. And I've got no idea why, why I'm no. there. So yeah, do life hack. Pull out the messenger thing. Yeah, you need to get put, rid of you, Facebook. I mean, there's nothing wrong with like I'm kind of having to down. I have a group one, so I can just pull out the group one. As yeah. Well. <laughs> but we used to have this thing. We used to have this uh, theory that the more stressed we were, 
or the more uncomfortable a particular aspect of the job we needed to do was, the more we'd rely on focus, uh, on things like Facebook and Instagram mm-hmm. because we'd be like, oh, I just go check here. Yeah. And um, and it's it's like social media having access to it is a is. Um, That's the quadrant, isn't it? We should talk about that another time. Oh, the yeah yeah yeah. The, Stephen Covey's yeah team man- time management because you spend all your time in in urgent and stressful and yeah. then you, and then you go to puppies yeah or, yeah or playing what was it at the time candy crush yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah that was it at that. the time because yeah. your brain can't cope with this constant ah yeah yeah, so, yeah. so the and you just spend your life between this quadrant and that quadrant oh we should definitely do an episode on yeah, that we, quadrant we stuff because that really had, we literally had this uh, this quadrant yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and by our staff's desks yes. we'd have it on our desk yeah and then we'd give it to the team in the office we'd say right and so when they'd say, oh, I've got this issue, I would say to them, which part of the quadrant does that, that yes, issue? Yes, do, so, decide, uh, oh. delegate and dismiss. Yeah, something so like that. So the do yeah. is the really urgent, you know, your house is on fire kind of thing. Yeah. Um, decide is, you, you decide, you're deciding whether to do it or not. Delegate is obviously you're delegating to someone and, and dismiss yeah, is you can't crush. And your social media and all that kind yeah. of stuff sits in there. And dismiss, yeah, but you, you spend most of your time with do and dismiss, but you should be spending decide and delegate. That's where you should spend most of your yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely do. do a, a and we're not time. fully formed on this, so you may... Like, you are, yeah, you're better than I am. <laughs> well, maybe, but, we're, but we, we're learning and we'll share that, our learnings with, with you guys uh, and obviously anything that helps and great. But, yeah. uh, I think cool. that's uh, episode nine. Yep, let's done. go. Let's go focus for the rest of the day. <laughs> right, have a good one. All. Bye. Bye.